Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting exit plan with no spaces to 44222. That's exit plan to 44222. Again, text exit plan to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Well, hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me once again today. Uh, pleasure to have you with me. And you know, it's it's always great to have uh, guests come back and, and update us on what's happening in the world, in their business. Uh, and in this case, uh, today we have back with us Dave Willens from Impact Sales Coach. And he helps, uh, he helps people build a revenue stream that allows you to exit your business on your own terms and has a new book out called Growing Rainmakers that we're going to talk about today. And Coach Dave has educated audiences on professional sales and the magic of sales management. Uh, for the last 20 years, and uh, he's been working with people all over the country. We were just talking. He says he's been talking to people all over the world lately uh, in his virtual format and his coaching, Uh, and he's been sharing his message through public speaking, consulting, coaching, and again, his new released book, uh, Growing Rainmakers. Uh, And the coach believes that successful sales managers put systems and processes in place, set solid expectations, hold people accountable, focus on growing people, and then base it on all on his simple formula for success. Coach Dave, thanks so much for joining us again. Good to have you back. Hi, Bill. I'm glad to be back. Uh, Dave, tell us a little bit about uh, your, your 20, now 20-year 20 career, uh, how you got started in this line of work, and, uh, and just uh, what you've been uh, – just give us an update on what you've been helping people do lately. Sure. Well, I got started when I was young. I started my first business right out of college. I had a mentor that helped me learn about sales and how to handle a business. Uh, Grew it to about 30 salespeople over the next 20 years. I retired, retooled, and relocated to California in 1997. Started coaching in 2000 as a Vistage speaker, EO speaker, YPO, and uh, I got to the point where I wasn't making enough of a difference in people's businesses, people's lives, so I turned to coaching. I figured out how to bring the message right into the company and grow Rainmakers, uh, basically through a sales management program. And I I love that title of Growing Rainmakers. We're going to talk about your book a little bit later, but, you know, that's something I think that most of our listeners can relate to. It's like, you know, uh, I, I need my people to feel like they have an important purpose here um, and help them develop as well. Now, I know you and your team have been busy hosting virtual workshops and virtual sales mastermind groups recently, uh, and and you have something called Coffee with Coach. Let's talk a little bit about those issues before we get into the meat of our conversation today. How do your virtual workshops, virtual sales mastermind groups, and Coffee with Coach work? Well, um, we, when we launched our virtual 
programs about four years ago. Um, it was slow going, uh, all except for the Coffee with Coach program. That took off immediately because it's set up for individuals that they can work on their own challenges, share their successes, get feedback on where to take it to the next step, how to plan things. And so that program's been uh, growing and growing, and, and it's it's an hour either once or twice a month that people sign up for, and uh, they they get me, and uh, all that comes with it, so to speak. Um, workshops uh, have uh, were working, but not to the level that they were once the pandemic hit. Um, I had a number of workshops scheduled. To give you an idea, I had a client coming in from Canada uh, to Anaheim to their their office down there, and we were going to spend five days, eight to ten hours a day, working on this program. Instead, we broke it up to, into bite-sized pieces of two to three hours a week, and we're able to drive home way better results with it. And we include the Coffee with Coach program with our workshops. Um, thought we were going to launch uh, public workshops where we could just have people join. I don't have any time for it. Uh, companies have come in from everywhere. Uh, this morning I was on with a group from the Netherlands, uh, six people, uh, plus a sales manager, plus their marketing person. So it's, uh, it, it's really good for my business. And what I'm finding is that the businesses that I'm working with, we've found ways to actually help them grow their business and sometimes with unbelievably great success. That's great. You, you know, we talked about this a little bit before uh, we came on too, is that uh, you were you were what you were ready for virtual. Uh, a lot of times, it's been our uh, some of our clients, our customers, who who weren't quite. You know, they were kind of forced into virtual. Uh, what uh, almost a year ago now, um, but now you know people that were set up for it like you are now starting to realize those dividends and one of the things that we talked about earlier was you know a lot of people are starting to think you know now it's been um what uh, eight nine months and they're starting to think we may not want to go back to how it was before are you hearing that from people that are now um engaging with you virtually oh absolutely um i i was on a call with uh a rep from uh, Uber that that runs uh, part of their HR program, and um, they're they're going into a hybrid situation at many companies like theirs, where the the people want to stay home and do work maybe two to three days a week and come into the office two to three days a week. Um, at that company, they've figured out that right now they need 1.4 desks for every two people that work there. It's kind of an interesting uh, way to look at it. And the world's mm -hmm. changing, and it's changed fast. I mean, uh, the ex-GE uh, CEO Bill Walsh said, you know, if the outside world is changing faster than you're inside your business, you're in trouble. And that's that's the truth. We ad we have to adapt and have to do it quickly. 1.4 desks. So get out the, the measuring tape and the chainsaw and, and get to work, people out <laughs> yeah. there. So, so hey, uh, let's talk about uh, – the magic in sales and sales ma management. You have a, a method for that. What's the method to the magic in sales and sales management today? Well, I, I could summarize it in a couple of ways. First, I could talk about the simple formula for success that I use and I use for sales managers. It's attitude plus skills plus activity will get you success. Not 
attitude or skills or activities. But plus, there are five key areas of focus that you want to do when you roll out a team with that kind of formula. And that is that you want to recruit and hire the best people. And what a wonderful time it is to recruit and hire people right now. You want to start them successfully. Well, that's where a lot of companies stumble. How do you get them started right out of the gate and get them productive within 90 days? Then you provide training and education in everything from your product to your industry to your, your customers to how to sell to the sales systems and processes to what to expect from the marketing team and insights. And then you have to continually give them growth and development. Give them room for personal growth and development, and they'll love you. And the fifth key is just to keep the best people. You've got to get the best in, and you've got to keep them. So we work on those things first. Yeah. You know, the, I think we've all heard surveys from before, uh, pre-COVID, uh, that said that a very small percentage of your employees are, are engaged in, in work, you know, really effective. And if you can increase those numbers, then, boy, you'll see a significant change in your business. And is this just the perfect time to make those types of changes and invest in sales teams and uh, with the pandemic and, and especially with the, what you said, the step one, recruiting and hiring, um, being able to hire people that may not be dependent on so much as where they live as to how they, how they uh, work? Yeah, it, it's a great time for that. Um, you know, the way I look at it is most of these uh, salespeople that are doing B2B sales, they had travel involved in their territory, whether it's driving a car somewhere for an hour or two hours, or if you're in L.A., sometimes four hours or the Bay Area, um, or getting on an airplane and flying across the country or whatever. And, and that's basically taking two days out of your work week. And we don't have to do that anymore. Our customers don't want us to do it anymore. There is some good reason to visit customers when this is over, but it's mostly for relationship and trust building. Uh, other than that, a lot of customers don't want to see their salespeople coming in the door anymore. Well, yeah, for um, for a variety of reasons, um, COVID-related and other, uh, but as yeah. you say, um, this this translates into a huge amount of additional productivity, if uh, especially you know we we live in California. Hey, it's busy. It's it's pre-COVID. It was busy on the freeways. Now it's starting to get busy again. But you know it's it's tough to get around. It's tough to make more than a couple sales calls a day, if that. So if now all of a sudden those same productive people can be making four or five, ten calls a day, uh, meaningful, um, they can. They can double their production. Um, what are some of the other changes that you uh, tell business owners they should be looking at making in and with their sales teams these days? What are some of the big ones? Well, first of all, you've got to train people to do things in this new environment. So you can't have somebody get on their uh, virtual computer screen and talk to somebody and their face is blacked out or you're seeing the top half of their head or they don't understand how to utilize the, the systems that the computer has to offer through multiple screens and things like that. Or you hear a whole lot of noise going on in the background. They don't have clear microphones, that kind of thing. Um, you have to look at your teams and really do an analysis of who is 
adapting and who's fighting it. Who wants to learn more and who's fighting it. You know, I think if you, you launch a dynamic training program within your business, you should see changes within your people in 60 to 90 days. And it just kind of depends on your sales cycle a little bit, but you get a really good look at the players on your team. Um, long-term growth, um, we define it as double-doubles. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're looking at double-digit revenue growth and double-digit gross profit increases, usually within 18 months if you've got a successful program in place. You'll see changes immediately, but you've you got to adapt and you've got to spend the time training your people. Good, good point. It's time. I like that uh, phrase, double double. So doubling your revenues and doubling your profits in a period of time. How long do you think it it takes to make a significant change in our sales uh, with uh, implementing and getting you know really getting in tune with a lot of these things? Um, wh- what's the turnaround from the point of, hey, uh, yes, we need to start making some of these changes and we'll start seeing significant results. I think you can make changes that'll start showing significant results in 60 to 90 days. You have a good sales manager, and if your um, CRM, uh, your contact management or a client management tool is in pretty good shape. Many of them are completely broken or have all the wrong information. It may take longer than 60 to 90 days, just depending. But I think you can you can gauge a company by that and I'll know where they're at. Usually the first uh, two hours that I talk to the sales manager or the, the owner or CEO of the company. That's great. That's great. So you, you told me uh, that you have a story about uh, uh, getting the right person in the right seat, someone who was a um, <laughs> training for a customer sales rep and that was promoted to outside sales. Would you share that with us? Sure. Sure. Um, so this woman actually was the uh, customer service rep manager uh, for three and a half years with the company. And um, she came up to me when I uh, started with them back in uh, December and said that she was interested in going into outside sales. And we talked a little bit, and I thought that she had uh, some great ideas. Uh, she was a good person. She, she had the right concepts. So we uh, invited her to join the team. We gave her a territory. Um, they're in the supplement business. And um, so healthcare supplements, uh, fish oil, flax oil, MCT oils, um, and flax products, you know, they provide the ingredients for companies. And um, I've worked with this company in the past, and I've been brought back a couple of times to spend uh, time with them. So we started working together, and she really had no idea what sales uh, was about, uh, and we started working in March. Uh, sometime around the end of May, she started making a little bit of traction. So, again, it took that 60 to 90-day period for her to get in there. Uh-huh. She followed a simple uh, process that we have for um, uh, going after a new lead, uh, cold calling, so to speak, uh, following the process that we set up in the CRM for her to follow. And she ended up um, 
talking to somebody from one of the largest grocery stores in Canada. That's her territory. She's in private labels, and they are uh, a really good connection for her. Well, doing the right thing, saying, asking the right questions, she was invited to present to their five-day buyer's meeting uh, for their stores, and it's coming up in, in two weeks. So she had to put together a presentation. Presentation, uh, she was allowed 15 minutes, 10 minutes to present and five minutes for questions. And we rewrote her presentation a couple of times, came up with two different presentations, one that she would give them in 10 minutes, the other one with all the details on it she'd send afterwards. She had to present that to the two uh, leads in that department. Uh, there was about 40 people in their buying group. And uh, she presented to them, and they said, that's fantastic. Uh, we can't wait to see you. And uh, they scheduled her in for the uh, first call on uh, Thursday morning in two weeks. That's great. That's terrific. That could be a life changer for her, right? Oh, it definitely could be. Yep. Um, and she's shown other things, but that's just one of the stories with her. Uh, I actually nominated her as the sales professional of the week uh, last for last month or uh, for the month of last month and uh, rolled it out this week. That's terrific. Now, you know, one thing that's that's uh, impressing me with that is that, um, and, and this is a question I guess I'll ask you, uh, um, I was thinking that you mainly talked with business owners about their sales teams, and I, I know you do that, but do you also get calls from individuals like that who say, hey, uh, yeah, the company's great, but I want help, I want to be, I want to sharpen my saw as a sales person in today's environment. Is is that something that you also do? I know you you do that, but do you get calls directly from salespeople as opposed to, uh, or other professionals, everybody's in sales in some yeah. way or another, uh, or other other people directly, as well as the business owners. You see what I'm getting at there? Yeah, yeah. 70% of my time is spent with individuals like that. 70%. Uh, probably 70% of my revenue is made from the companies that hire me to come in and do the workshops. But sure, 70% sure. of my time is spent with the individuals. And most of it uh, is being coordinated with their sales manager. Because I talk to each sales manager for people like that on a weekly basis. However, uh, there are some individuals, probably 20% of my clients are just individual people that uh, have met me through the years, have read my book, have seen us online, and they end up signing up and spending uh, uh, either an hour or two hours a month on the phone with me. Okay. So for those of you listening, uh, and again, that was a mental little barrier breakthrough for me, Coach Dave. Sorry about that. It took me took me no all problem. this time to figure this out. But for those of you who are listening, if you you know you're generally business owners listen to my show. It's a they're you know it's Exit Coach Radio. But if you have uh, salespeople um, directly that you'd like to maybe offer coaching with Coach Dave, uh, that, that might be a nice uh, perk to offer some of your best salespeople. Of course, I think Coach Dave would rather, would rather work with your whole company and get you up to speed on everything. But uh, that, that's a, there's a nice little stocking stuff for Christmas gift, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> 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 hey, so uh, <laughs> share with us, if you will, a couple, a couple tips. You have a couple of tips for our listeners today about how they can 
kind of hit the ground running with improving their sales efforts here in in uh, in November 2020. Absolutely. Um, you want success in your company so that when you're ready to exit as a business owner, you've got a strong sales team so that so, so, somebody doesn't want to come in your business and pay top dollar and they have to do all the selling. That's, you know, that's just not, not good. So what you want to do is start out and just reset the expectation for today's environment. What are they going to do every day? And put those things into that formula for success. What do you expect out of their attitude? What do you, skills do you expect them to learn and grow in? And what activities do you want them to do? I try to break it down into kind of nine criteria to define attitude, nine for skills, nine for activities. And that will produce a great set of expectations that you can talk to people about and hold them accountable on a weekly or a, a, a semi-monthly basis. Now, one thing that, that you've told me in the past, again, is to set MJE. What's MJE? Yeah, <laughs> minimum job expectations. Uh, Beautiful. We don't do that enough. MJEs. I'm glad you remembered that. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Uh, you, Beautiful. You, you know, I, the shortest I, course I, in selling, I, I hate to, the shortest course in selling, Bill, I've always said is to ask questions and listen. So why don't the business owners or the managers provide the sales team with a question guide that has all the questions in them that you might want to ask a customer? Teach it to them then. Practice it. It's an awesome way to build a sales team. Yeah, I can't tell you, Coach Dave, how many times I have business owners that say, I'm really great at sales, but I hired this person, and boy, they're just not they're just not cutting it like, you know, nobody can sell like I can. Well, why don't you teach them, right? It's a reflection right. on you if you haven't transferred that knowledge. Uh, take, back up, take some time, and, and uh, get them. Get them on the right path. It's always great, you know. You, you have you have such a great way of communicating so many of these things, and I I always end up with a page full of notes that are very valuable. I think uh, to anybody who's listening, I hope you also took notes, and you'll get in touch with Coach Dave. Um, and one of your uh, precautions that you wanted to leave us with, I think, about not panicking. Uh, I, I yeah. love the way you put this. Do you remember what that one was? Well, you know, if I I rethought. A lot of it. So you know what? You can't panic, but the reality is the biggest mistake I see in, in uh, smaller companies especially is that they promote their top salesperson into a sales manager. And you're losing sales when you do that because it's not the job for the sales manager to make the sales. It's the job for the sales manager to grow salespeople. A bunch of horses right. go a long way compared to one. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Well, one of the last tips that, that you provided me on the on the pre-interview was uh, don't panic and don't sound desperate, as your people and your customers will sense this. And uh, you know, there's there's a lot of great things going on right now, and I think you can hear that with what Coach Dave has been able to do with his clients, customers, and individuals who contact him. And the best way to get in touch with Coach Dave is Impact Sales Coach. Dot com. I'll tell you one more time, impactsalescoach.com. And be sure to look for the book, Growing Rainmakers, 
because I think you can hear from the way he communicates that it's, it's going to be an interesting read and something that we should all be focusing on uh, as, we, uh, as we move towards a new, a new changing year. Coach Dave, thanks so much for staying with us today and joining me and once again, and I, I always look forward to talking with you. Same here, Bill. Thank you for having me on the show again. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio.